Konnichiwa from Keswick Village. This is the Roshark Japan update from the 24th of January 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Japan. Japan's parliament kicked off a 150 day ordinary session on Monday, the 23rd, to discuss possible tax hikes that would cover a planned expansion of defense spending, policies related to raising children, and other issues. In the regular diet session through the 21st of June, Ruling and opposition parties are also expected to discuss the budget for the next fiscal year starting in April. Prime Minister Kishida will take questions from representatives of each party as of Wednesday after delivering a policy speech on the opening day of the latest parliamentary session. On that note about internal affairs, Prime Minister Kishida said on Sunday, the 22nd, that the Bank of Japan, or BOJ, Governor Haruhiko Kuroda, will leave his post after his tenure ends in April. Prime Minister Kishida also remarked on a television program that the government will submit to Parliament its choice for his successor in February. Kuroda has headed the BOJ since 2013. He will leave the next governor with several challenges, including normalizing its monetary policy by charting an exit from years of large scale monetary easing. Under the accord between the government and the BOJ, the BOJ made a commitment to achieve a 2% inflation target. Speaking of inflation, The heads of Japan's largest labor group and top business lobby met on Monday, the 23rd, to discuss the country's labor market as the annual union management negotiations began, with both parties agreeing on the need for significant pay hikes to offset the impact of high inflation. Tomoko Yoshino, the head of the Japanese Trade Union Confederation, called for pay hikes, including base salary increases, to ease the pain related to the fallout from the coronavirus pandemic and recent rapid inflation. According to the latest government data, core consumer prices in the country rose 4% in December from a year earlier, the highest level since 1981, with Japan's real wages declined for the eighth month in November. On the same day, economy, trade, and industry minister Yasutoshi Nishimura said that he expects companies posting good earnings to achieve a pay hike of 5% or more. On that note about the Japanese economy, To learn more about the socioeconomic structure of Japan, to see Japan through the eyes of a BBC reporter who has lived in Japan for nearly 10 years, check out the BBC's newly published article called Japan Was the Future, But It's Stuck in the Past. You can find the link to it in our show notes. The Japan Meteorological Agency said on Monday, the 23rd, that heavy snow is expected across much of Japan from Tuesday, the 24th, prompting the weather agency to call for vigilance against traffic disruptions. Caused by blizzards and snowdrifts. Moving into some updates about COVID 19, Prime Minister Kishida pledged on Friday the 20th to downgrade the legal status of COVID 19 this spring to a Class 5 disease, the same level as seasonal influenza. In Japan, COVID 19 is currently categorized as an equivalent to a Class 2 disease, such as tuberculosis and SARS. After instructing relevant ministers to promote preparations for the reclassification in the spring, Kishida told reporters that his administration will also review the rules on wearing of masks to prevent the spread of COVID 19. He didn't provide an exact date for lowering the classification. A health minister panel of experts met on Monday, the 23rd, to discuss the matter. The panel is expected to decide within a week on the timing. Speaking of COVID 19 and its effects, according to preliminary government data, the number of suicides in Japan in 2022 increased from the previous year. And for the first time in 13 years among men, the number of suicides rose to about 21,000 suicides nationwide, up around 800 from the previous year. The numbers have remained high for the past few years during the COVID 19 pandemic. 
the number of suicides in the country has been falling for 10 straight years through 2019, but has shown a marked increase and remained high since the pandemic began in 2020. Japan is not high on the list for Chinese travelers as the week-long Lunar New Year holiday kicked off on Saturday the 21st because Beijing continues to restrict tourism to Japan and the Japanese government has asked airlines not to increase direct flights from the mainland China. According to the Japanese National Tourism Organization, nearly one and a half million foreign tourists visited the country in December. That's around a hundred times more than the same month a year earlier. In comparison to the pre-pandemic level, which was 30% of the total tourists in the country, Chinese travelers were only 2%. Speaking of foreign affairs, on Monday the 23rd, Japan urged Russia to start this year's negotiations on a bilateral safe fishing agreement. Chief Cabinet Secretary Hirokazu Matsuno told a regular news conference that Russia notified Japan that it will be unable to provide information on a suitable date for holding annual intergovernmental negotiations over the pact on Thursday the 19th. He described Russia's response as unacceptable. The agreement, which covers waters around the Moscow-controlled Tokyo-claimed islands, known as the Northern Territories in Japan, was concluded in 1998 following a series of incidents involving Japanese fishing vessels being seized and sometimes fired upon by Russian authorities. The deal is designed to allow Japanese fishermen to catch several marine species around the islets called the Southern Kurils in Russia, in exchange for the payment of cooperation money to Russian authorities. Catch and operating conditions are determined by annual negotiations. Japanese telecommunication giant Nippon Telegraph and Telephone, or NTT, East Corporation, said on Thursday the 19th that it will trial the farming of edible crickets using artificial intelligence and other advanced technologies in collaboration with a firm that manufactures products made by dried and pulverized insects. The trial, set to begin within January in cooperation with a cricket product venture company, will take place at an NTT East testing facility in western Tokyo to address global food shortages amid predictions by the United Nations that the human population will reach around 10 billion in 2050. The project will use technologies aimed at reducing the need for manual operations, such as sensors that will optimize temperature and humidity to provide suitable conditions for the crickets to grow, and AI screens that will monitor their health and check for abnormalities. Moving on to some news about entertainment, Japanese director Makoto Shinkai's animated film Suzume no Tojimamari was nominated for the Golden Bear Award at the Berlin International Film Festival, one of the world's three largest film festivals, which will kick off next month. For the first time in 21 years since Hayao Miyazaki's Spirited Away, which won the Golden Bear Award in 2002, a Japanese animated film is nominated for the Berlin International Film Festival. Director Makoto Shinkai's story of Suzume no Tojimamari is about a huge event that took place in Japan 12 years ago. The Berlin International Film Festival will be held from the 16th to the 26th of February. The Los Angeles Lakers announced on Monday the 23rd that they have acquired Japanese forward Rui Hachimura from the Washington Wizards in exchange for Kendrick Nunn and three second-round draft picks. General Manager of the Lakers, Rob Pelinka, said, quote, We are excited to welcome Rui and his family to the Los Angeles Lakers, end quote. In 2019, Hachimura became the first Japanese basketball player to be selected in the first round of the NBA draft. He is in the final year of his four-year rookie contract, with the Lakers now holding the right to extend his deal next season. Wizards president Tommy Shepard said, quote, 
We wish him the best as he begins a new chapter in Los Angeles, end quote. And that's it for this week. Hey, y'all, another question. Are there any platforms that we should be on but aren't? We can tell how many people listen on various platforms, iTunes, Audible, Google Podcasts, etc. And we can tell from those who are not accessing through VPNs what country you're listening from. But we want to be sure that there aren't some important platforms that we aren't on and should be. So let us know at podcast at Rorschach.com. Matane! Matane!